beautiful. Good enough for me. Oh, <laughs> hello. Hello. Hi, and welcome to Shush. I'm watching, I'm a, watching movie, a, movie. a movie. You know what? That was my fault. I didn't say it at the same time because I got scared. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. <laughs> I'm also like, I wonder how these episodes are going to sound because I have, not only do I have a microphone like I had for like the last episode yeah. we're going to do, but now I have a microphone. What would you call this? Con- cover? Condom? Oh, yeah, cover. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> microphone <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, get to the guest. Introduce the guest. Okay, let's introduce the guest. We have a very fun guest who's a very nice man, and um, he's a very hilarious co- comedian. I don't know what actually. I didn't ask what um, <laughs> I could promote you for, Alan. So you're gonna introduce yourself. We got. He was on Second City Main Stage for a brief moment of time. He was on the touring company, and he has a show coming out that I'm not sure if he's allowed to talk about. <laughs> so, <laughs> Alan, Shane, Lewis, yay, Alan. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh my god, thanks for being yeah. on. So are yeah. you allowed to say the show you're on or we should cut this all out? Oh yeah, you can say it. They, okay. they put the promo. Cool. Alan's the the host uh, the co-host of the Great Canadian Baking Show season three? Four. Yeah. Season four. Bah, that's bah, bah, bah. that's when shows that's when they really yeah, find their groove. Yeah, that's oh, when yeah. Had, yeah. <laughs> that's when like, all right, we got the bugs and everything you know worked out. Let's do it. Let's now do bring it. in Alan. Let's yeah. see. efficient. Yeah. Efficient. We shot the show yeah. in a day, the whole season. It's yeah. so crazy. It's Just so many fucking cakes. <laughs> so that's quick. great though. That's so fun. Alan, you know you're gonna be everybody's um like people are gonna fall asleep to you like you're going to be their soothing nighttime because this is what i watched the british bake-off and the great canadian baking show like that's what it's for yeah. i can't wait for like are you somebody excited screen to, to pause so many yeah i can't wait for the screen to pause and say are you still watching this and it's just a picture of me like an unflattering like talking like <laughs> and it's just frozen and they it's wake up to that really good I'm excited. You're gonna be, so many you're gonna, dreams. you're gonna be like Freddy Krueger because you're gonna infiltrate some sweet dreams. People's dreams. Okay, <laughs> I'm out for that. The baked good dreams. I'm gonna be mm. there for that. I, it sounds like I'm burning single. you, but but I mean this as a compliment. I really oh, do no, enjoy I, yeah. that show a lot. Yeah. It's very no, exciting it's, that you are hosting it. Did you like doing yeah. it? Yeah, it's like a great like. Well, to, to shoot it, it was so much fun because like it was like the most fun set and everyone was so super nice. Like the bakers are so great. And um, but like even to watch it, it's just like the greatest binge show. You just like put it on and you just like just kind of chill. And it's just like so much fun to come in and out of it and just like watch it. And yeah, it's cool. Amazing. 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 Um, Okay, so Alan, Alan has chosen a movie today. Alan, what have you chosen for us? I have chosen 2010's classic The Other Guy starring Will Ferrell and (laughs) Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Uh, do you want to start the movie? We can talk more about it. Yeah, let's start the movie. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Three, two, one, start it. Start it. Yeah. Um, sweet. I remember being surprised how much I like this movie. Mm-hmm. I've never I seen see. this movie, so this is a real. Sh- I'm watching a movie uh, type of show. Yeah, I, uh, the first time I watched it, I was in, it was like my birthday, I think it came around the time it came out, and I watched it in theaters, and I was like, that was an amazing movie, that was such a good movie, <laughs> and I walked away with that, and then like I repeated watching it later on, I was like, it holds up, it's such a great movie. <laughs> so uh, it, yeah, why, why, it should, why, why it should you, hold up you from it? my understanding. Yeah. yeah. Why did you bring this movie to to this uh, this show? What 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 about this movie? You're like, yeah. If there's like a movie that I can think about that I've like seen so many times and I like to share with people, this is definitely up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, 
Is this an Apatow joint? <laughs> it's, um, no, it's, uh, uh, what's his face? McKay. The other, oh, McKay. McKay. Adam McKay. McKay. Yeah. Okay. Wait, was that yeah, the, rock? the Rock? No. In it. Yeah, The Rock's yeah. in it. And he's not top build. Wow, 2010 was a different time. <laughs> no, no, it's, you'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a joke that he's not top build. Oh, really? And is that Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> what the, is this so movie? You'll, you'll, you'll see. I mean, I, I guess oh, I'll give it away. Oh, is this a movie within the movie? Did I figure it no, out? Sort of. <laughs> in, so, a, in some ways. Yeah. Unfortunately, I feel like this movie got done dirty by that other movie that I'm making up in my head with Bruce Willis called Cop Out. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think it like, got done dirty. Sorry, go for it. No, I gave that like five minutes on like TMN when I had TMN on cable, and I'm like, I don't oh. know about this. Yeah, well, <laughs> Kevin Smith has quite the stories of being like never work with uh, Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis, apparently. Yeah. yeah. He's a bit of a jerk, which I can't hear. No, I imagine Bruce Willis is super Republican and just like a bit of a nightmare. I think, I think he, he gave up. He just up. looks Republican, you know? Yeah, he's got that like scowl on his face. Of like, are you happy? Yeah. I can't tell. Yeah, you're, you're right. He <laughs> looks just, Republican. He's just mad there's, yeah. he's just mad there's like pores. Yeah. Like, he's just like, how dare they? <laughs> are you handing um, me like something? Put it on it's someone called 9-1. There should be a movie with Samuel L. Jackson and The Rock. I'd watch it. Well, I wonder why The Rock never got into the Marvel game. Do you think it's because like it's a conflict of interest with other stuff that he, he did? I bet you they. I bet you they just don't pay him enough money. Yeah, his his, his quote has got to be like Robert Downey Jr. levels, and they're like building up those people as opposed to like just throwing them the money. Other than Keanu yeah. Reeves, because they threw him. They try to like get him in all the movies, but trying to figure yeah. <laughs> figure it out. And I love how it's narrated by Ice T, just for no reason. Yeah, yeah, for no reason. Well, because like I mean, like the whole point is that it's like the macho, like pro cop, like they're making fun of yeah. the movies about cops that make them look like these like action heroes. Wow. And to make it Ice T as the narrator it seems like, because it feels like it fits, but it should like he's he's cop killer, like he like sings like yeah. fuck the police. But he's also <laughs> SVUs, so yeah, yeah. yeah. He's tangential around the cops. He's he's for or against them, depending yeah, on what they're never sure. Never sure where Ice T stands on cops. Yeah. I heard that he was voting Trump, but I could be wrong. There's a lot of stuff coming out this week where it's all these celebrities that are voting Trump. Um, yeah, like Fifty Cent said that. That was like the most annoying thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, that was, was like, so annoying. Um, okay. Fifty so the, Cent's the most annoying man on the planet. Yeah. Like no one like can meet. Like we we talk about other people, and I think the reason we don't think Fifty Cent's annoying is because he doesn't like appear in the public eye that often. But when he does, it's always like the dumbest shit. Like <laughs> so he he created the best song for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. I think what's his name Jeremiah made the best birthday song. He really birthday did. Sex. Actually, that is a very <laughs> fine song. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Okay, The Rock is super skinny in this movie. Like, I didn't realize that he got bulkier. Like, he was thinner as a waiter. As a waiter, oh my god. As a wrestler. The Rock as the waiter. (laughs) Just Just a cheat day meal. (laughs) Imagine at a restaurant and a man shaped like The Rock gives you anything. I'd be too intimidated to order anything. I'd be like, it's okay. The Rock is like a, a statue of a man. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it's weird to think that he was skinnier as a wrestler than as an actor. You'd think it would switch around. Yeah. He's all roided out now. Yeah, he must be, eh? Like, that's not yeah. that's not natural. It's human growth I, hormone or whatever. I, I have a theory about The Rock that he's a monster in real life. <laughs> no. Like the oh, like a bad person. guy? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. I believe that. I thought you meant like Is a literal thing where it's like <laughs> in Fast and Furious, The Rock and Vin Diesel hate each other. Yeah, yeah but that seems like Vin Diesel's problem, not the, the Rock's yeah. problem. Well, don't bring in a more chiseled version of yourself into a movie <laughs> franchise to stand beside you. Don't do that. Also, um, they both have it in their contract that they can't lose a fight. So watching <laughs> the fights between them are so boring. <laughs> They're just like, uh, uh. it's like no consequences of any of the punches. It's terrible. Through I'm glass. just imagining I get like a big break. I'm in like some movie franchise and they bring in Adam Driver. And I'm just like, how fucking dare you? <laughs> how dare you do this? Um, it's uh, That's why they did Hobbs and Shaw, because The Rock was like, let's just do this without Vin Diesel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to put in my and contract. Everyone that agreed. I, what do you want? Sorry, Alan, what do you want to put in your contract? That I can't win a fight in any movie. <laughs> I want to just look weak in everything. Every movie you're in, Alan, you walk in pff, dead immediately. Down to the ground. <laughs> you think I have okay, it? Well, nope. I think I stubbed his toe. Okay. So I don't get why Alan put that in the contract for Great Canadian Bake Off. Like, what do you think was going to happen? Each baker just knocks me out with their focaccia. You walk in and sucker punches you immediately. Just right out. I don't get two words out. In the lip. Okay, hold on. I haven't been paying attention at all. So Samuel Jackson and The Rock come in and they're superstar cops. And these are the other guys, but they weren't on a TV show. They were like literally doing cop stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I but guess. it like looks like like how like cop media portrays cops. Like right. at one point at one point they shoot off the hood of their car. Like yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Foot waves. <laughs> the shark weapon. Yeah, I don't know. This is yeah, also this movie when, is way funnier than I remember it being. It's also when Will Ferrell was still, um, I don't know, like surprising. So rude. But he's so funny. But like, there's so- is, is I do think that Will Ferrell was probably a strike against it. Of like, people saw Will Ferrell in a movie called The Other Guys and they're like, oh, it's a Will Ferrell movie, but cops, I get it. Don't need to watch yeah, it. And like, kind of passed on it. Isn't As opposed so to Daddy's sad? Home, which sell, like sold out, which made no yeah. sense to me. <laughs> Wait, and these two guys were both in Daddy's Home and then Mel Gibson. I'm, I'm happy yeah. that he's working again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone needed a second chance. Um, but, okay, it's so interesting because Will Ferrell is like one of the best sketch actors of all time. And you got someone like Adam Sandler, also one of the great actors. You have Eddie Murphy. These are like the funniest comedians and they all do the worst movies and it just makes you wonder why are we doing comedy? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, well, what's like, our goal? It's even like late night hosts. Like, they get so good at comedy that they have to do poor impressions of the president every night. Like, I know. Yeah. It seems like some you sort get of so weird, good. weird hell that you've had yeah. to. You, it's the literal deal with the devil where it's like yeah. you got you, what you wanted. I am, I'm surprised that, like, more people coming off of, like, SNL or, like, late night stuff, is rather than being like, I want to be a late night host, they're just like, oh, I want to do, like, my own sketch show where I just get to like do what I want because like what difference to them is that if the production has a hundred million dollars in it or ten million dollars in it I realize those dollar amounts are way too high yeah that's a but lot if of they, if they're just getting production has like eight hundred million dollars <laughs> if they're just getting paid the same amount of money to do whatever they want like I don't know I, I feel like the goal of like getting famous would be to like get something we can do whatever you want rather than like doing 
daddy daycare or whatever the fuck okay, Eddie Murphy was this, doing. Yeah. This is my question that I ask about Jennifer Aniston because she's a prime example of that. She is an A-list actor that I'm sure gets scripts all the time. Is it that these A-list actors have bad taste or they are being their managers? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, what's going I, yeah, on? I, don't know. I think it's just like you get to that point where you're just like, all right, whatever. Someone's going to throw me $20 million to do like whatever for a month. I'll just do it. Who cares? I guess it's that's way another. Easier. Yeah, you know what? You just spoke to a very important point. It's. I know why Adam Sandler makes terrible movies because he'll go to like fucking Hawaii for two months with his friends and his family. And then the, sh- the shoot days are probably equivalent to like a sitcom. They'll shoot from like seven in the morning until like six at night and then they're then they're done and they can enjoy whatever. Yeah. But then it's like, why are we paying him so much money for that? Like, why don't we just mix things up a little bit? <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? I know. But also this cast is stacked. I love Zoe Lister-Jones. I love Derek Jeter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like they're at the cop support group about shooting the wrong guy, and he shot Derek Jeter because he thought because he had a baseball bat and thought he was dangerous. And I love Bobby Cannavale. You should have shot Hey Rod. <laughs> you shot me. I'm Derek Jeter. <laughs> um, I love. Oh yeah, this guy too. What's his name? He's a Wayne's Damon Wayne's Jr. Yeah, it's, this is an incredible cast. Damon Wayne's always, also yeah. always plays a cop. Like a thing. <laughs> Let's be cops. I, I tried to watch that movie him and Jake Johnson. And I was like, I love those two faces. And then I was like, I don't like this movie. <laughs> That's exactly. I, uh, exactly I got, with I my got thought process. Targeted ads for Let's Be Cops every day until that movie came out because I'm in a sketch group called Fake Cops, and they were like, I assume the algorithm just kept serving it to me because it was like it was like when like, Fake Cops was more active. We're posting. I'm posting about like shows and whatnot. And just every day, it's like, this man posts about cops. He's going to love our cop movie. <laughs> and just all day, every day is me being like, I know this movie's going to be bad. And I watch it, everyone's like, yeah, it's bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, has Brooklyn Nine-Nine started filming yet? Because I heard that they were like kind of up a tree. Like they don't really want to. No, this, yeah, they, they said they're going to like, address a lot of that stuff. But also like Terry Crews is like ruining his good name. Well, did he have a good name? But whatever, his medium name. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, who's I, coming I know back? It. Like it's, I'm going to watch it, but, um, you know, but. I find legally. it interesting. It, it's interesting. Um, I'm so whatever, like, I guess you would call me a coward. I would be like, you know what, guys? <laughs> let's let's make them teachers. Let's call it PS99. <laughs> let's start yeah. again. Uh, I, I, I assume um, it's going to be like I firefighters is what I assumed. They would just mm. like. Start the next season. They're all just firefighters. Is what I assumed was going to happen. Don't even explain it. Just like don't explain yeah, it. <laughs> move and just move on. I would be like, yeah, there it is. Just a lot of well, meta like jokes. The last people, the last people, and the last show in the world I want addressing cop violence is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like I no. don't need a- Andy Samberg to have a serious moment. Like maybe we're the bad guys. Like, <laughs> it's such a bad idea. Birdie, birdie, birdie. Where's the Andy? <laughs> yeah, like, Andy is Samberg the impression. <laughs> yeah. Your Andy Samberg is an impression of him doing the Swedish chef. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. I really like that, actually. That's actually, when you say that, though, I see Andy Samberg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting, uh, horrible circumstance to be in. Mm. I remember I was when I was in the Skechersons, um, is it Charlotteville? I'm trying to remember something off the. I think that's what it was called, Charlotteville. Like, is Charlottetown? 
Anyways, something terrible happened with uh, with the KKK, and then oh, yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, you should say something off the top about it." And I was like, "Mm-hmm." And then I just like <laughs> sat at the desk, being like, "Okay." Like I I I don't uh, I I don't uh, the comedians that have to write stuff about it like as it's happening. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you give me like two weeks, I'll go away. I'll think about it thoughtfully. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to do it in the night, I uh, I would be not good. And that's why so I read you know- a tweet. Instead yeah. of making something up, sorry, right now. <laughs> no, like the late night, like uh, what was it, the Daily Show? That was like the best, like one day turnaround of something serious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but Trevor Noah's maybe the you don't like him. I like. I was gonna say maybe the best of he, all those guys. Really, I think he's good in like certain topics and like especially when he's like those like between moments, like those off the camera things. But it's like the recording stuff. Yeah. I think those yeah. when he speaks from the heart are good, but like yes. Okay. Beginning not, of the show, not the greatest. I'm not going to lie. Those are pretty much the only things I watch of the Daily mm. Show. <laughs> now yeah. that you've said all those examples. I, <laughs> I personally like Seth Meyers. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I've enjoyed Seth Meyers during the quarantine, like his like at home series. Have you guys watched that? Yeah, yet? yeah. Where he's no. slowly losing his mind, and the jokes are like are just for him. And I'm like, yeah, this is what I, this is fun. And the no, Seth 14... Meyers to me, Seth Meyers to me is a real sketch guy. Like Seth uh. Meyers to me is like the most because like. When, he, when that show started, he had like Connor O'Malley just doing sketches around the show at all times, which is like, you got to love sketch comedy to be like, I have this prime slot on NBC late night. Connor O'Malley, do what you want. Oh my God. <laughs> I just watched Connor O'Malley. Oh my God. Do they both die? Yeah. That's the joke. Knock it at the door. Yeah. And they both, the way they fell. <laughs> That was really shocking. It's really funny. <laughs> That's you know why you know why this movie didn't do well. It's too hard to market. You don't want to give that away, really. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they kind of hope that like a couple of people would see it and like word of mouth would spread it. But I think because I think it's a really hard hump to get over. Like because it's hard to market, that it's this like kind of subversive movie that everyone just kind of assumed it's. Step Brothers, but Will Ferrell's a cop, you know? Mm. Yeah. They jumped on their own? Yeah. <laughs> they weren't even pushed. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny. This show, this movie's like the producers. It's like it had too much going for it, so the opposite effect happened. Because, mm. yeah. like, this movie would kill now. On oh, Netflix? It, I'm, like, I'm I surprised mean, it doesn't get, like, just reference like there, there's so many like quotable quotes in it that are like yeah. fun jokes that I make with like my family but like no one else with <laughs> out of my own tribe <laughs> can, uh, can yeah can speak on them huh <laughs> get it on play that shit like that's a fun one <laughs> and Will Ferrell oh, is is just funny like just looking at him is he's funny in this movie and I feel like in the longest time he hasn't been that kind of character he looks mm-hmm. really earnest. Yeah, this like, is a fun character for him. Humble. Yeah. Did you watch um, Downhill? No, because I it's watched the Force of, Majeure. Yeah, because I, 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 I love Force Majeure. And like me and Ma watched Downhill just out of curiosity one night. And it's not bad. It's not. It's definitely nowhere near as good and interesting as Force Majeure is. But um, Will Ferrell's like pretty good in it. Like he does like I think like he does a good job as like the like shitty dad. Like, the movie's kind of yeah. rewritten. Hmm. The movie's kind of rewritten to make him like more like a bumbling dad rather than like this like cowardly dad of enforced majeure. 
Yeah, but, Alan, uh, you know what Force Majeure is about? No. It's such a good premise. They're at like a it's, ski, they're in like the Alps yeah. or something, and yeah. um, they're having breakfast on the terrace, and an avalanche comes, and the dad just pieces and leaves his whole family, and then was like, oh, like he doesn't even try to save them. Is it um, the one with Julia Louis Dreyfus or something? Yeah, so yeah. The, da- that's the, the, the downhill's the American remake, and the original one's like Swedish. And the Swedish one is like an hour longer. Like where downhill ends, I'm just like, oh, you bailed on this movie. The Swedish one is it makes you feel terrible, and and it's it's really interesting. But the behind the scenes of the Swedish one is so they were really certain that they were going to get nominated for best foreign film, like at the Oscars. Yeah. They were super certain, so they live streamed themselves on YouTube, listening to the um, nominations, and they didn't get it. And one of the guys loses his mind like starts to hyperventilate has a panic attack takes off his clothes is sob crying it's so embarrassing but you kind of have to watch it and it's just on youtube now who 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 won who beat them no no they weren't even nominated like this was nominated yeah yeah this was the morning of the nominations this was like in a hotel room at like five in the morning in la damn that's embarrassing it's really (laughs) embarrassing that's brutal you feel bad though because at first you're like ooh that's really embarrassing and then he really starts to sob and you're like oh oh no this is a terrible yeah, industry he like goes insane it's he goes insane wild well because they won every award leading up to the Oscars they like won the Golden yeah. Globe they won they the won, cons they won like the cons like Palme d'Or yeah like, they, like, they, and they didn't even get a nomination they didn't get a nomination yeah. they got nothing those bunch of slack jawed yokels <laughs> of the of the I Oscar wonder, committee like, I'm gonna find out what won that year because I, I gotta know what this poor dude uh, put himself. But like in. the funny, the funniest part to me is like the movie is about like men reacting like that to like mm. any kind of pressure. <laughs> yeah, and then he does it still. Like it's yeah. like it's it's like the movie continued in he this fu- form. Like, yeah, he fulfilled the prophecy. Yeah. So, like so at the it- end of the movie where he's like yelling at people on the bus, like the, basically the same event happens in this thing. <laughs> The Will Ferrell one, a comedy? Yeah, uh, they're both comedies. Just one's much more European than it's comedy. Yeah, like, one's you... a comedy that makes you feel bad, and then the other is like a Will Ferrell comedy. Yeah, so, like, does his family die? What's going on there? No, no, no it's that's more just like. The first five minutes of the movie that happens. That's the premise. That's oh. the premise, is that he, like, yeah. pieces, and then the family's still alive, and then it's just. His his marriage falls apart. Like his kids hate him, and he's just like on an on a ski vacation. It's so fucking good. Just, just go home. I would just go home. Call the trip. <laughs> okay. We were, me and Mal were joking as we we're watching it of just being like, oh, it's like they say there's no white culture, but like going on an expensive vacation and hating each other is white <laughs> culture. <laughs> you go up there. It's just right out there in the textbook. God. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the year... That's so funny, because Force Majeure is clearly the most popular of those movies, because the year of 2015, friggin' Ida wins. I don't recall oh, any really? of these. Ida? Ida, Tangerines, Wild Tales, Tumbuktu, and Leviathan. These were the nominations of that year. Usually, you know what? I'm kind of smart. Usually there's one foreign film that I know. That were nominated. All right. So uh, I started laughing at punch the accelerator, I'll shoot you in the foot. And then he just <laughs> screams America and hits the accelerator and then drives right into a crime scene. Yeah. Oh my God. They hit, they hit someone who's in the ambulance. Yeah. She's <laughs> America. No. That was so funny. <laughs> 
What I like about this movie is that there's little bizarro versions of everybody. So, like, these are the other guys, and then there was The Rock and Samuel Jackson, and now there's Damon Wayans and Rob Riggle. They're all just yeah. little. Yeah. Each one of them can, you know, do their own movie. I would watch it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I would say they're all different movies. I think the, the movie that, that Damon Waynes and Rob Riggle are hinting at is the movie that everyone thought this movie was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Just a couple of dicks. Rob Riggle's yeah. career is being an impression of, an, of a comedian. Like, he, he's never in it. <laughs> like, he's always making fun of the thing that he's representing. Yeah. Is he? Is he? What's the movie that he's been a lead in? Nothing. But he was no, on both... No the Daily Show and Saturday Night Live. He was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, for like yeah. a year. When was this? Right like after who, who the was, Daily Show. Oh no, yeah. before the Daily Show. Early two thousands. Dang. He left one for the sketches. other. Oh yes. Yeah, I don't think he got any in. I think it was like just kind of like he was in the credits and that was he was he sashiered Zameda his way through mm-hmm. the Daily Show. Just like yeah, I'm there, but you're not gonna see me. No, he was. <laughs> I, I, he must have gone to SNL after because I knew him when he was on SNL and he was not memorable on SNL, but he was like slightly who, more memorable on The Daily Show. Who was like the main uh, players on in SNL? The Daily, when he was oh, at SNL? Ooh. We'll never know. Will <laughs> yeah, it's impossible. No, I, I don't think it was Will Ferrell. I think it was right after that. I think it might have been the Amy Poehler, Seth Meyer days. Mm. Also, I love this, this international team of criminals that they have here. <laughs> yeah, so first of all, Steve Coogan's amazing, um, and yeah. that they're at a dinner for, like, American capitalists. And then Anne Heche, you know what? Yeah. She's very good, but I hear a bit challenging to work with. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, the only thing I really remember her from was uh, the show that nobody else watched. Uh, one where the, Thomas Jane trees? has a huge, huge oh, penis. Hung. Oh, hung, yeah. I watched that. Oh, yeah. No one else had no one to discuss no, that show. I, I think you call a show hung and everyone's like, oh. uh, yeah. Yeah, he was like a, a male sex worker, right? With the heart yeah. of gold, yeah. With the heart I feel of- like male sex worker, heart of gold on, like, what was it, Showtime? I'm like, I know what the show looks like. like I do, I have, there's only so many hours in the day. I can skip it. I believe it was HBO. Yeah. Um, do you know- I, I know what it looks like even more. And I know that episode. <laughs> Shot in episode, Detroit. Oh, oh, I know exactly what this oh, is. Oh, very interesting, very interesting. I know, I know episode eight of ten is they go back to like before he was a prostitute and you see him growing up. <laughs> in his childhood. Thomas Two Jane seasons. has a notorious story about himself. When he lived in Toronto, he lived above Fillmore's, the oldest strip joint in Toronto, because he was getting into character for some movie. I don't know. I don't know maybe it was for Hung. It was Hung, Yeah. <laughs> And uh, apparently he was a real sleazebag and he never wears shoes. And that's our Thomas Jane story. I feel like that accurately represents Thomas Jane's entire vibe. Oh, God. When I was uh, graduating university, a friend of mine was a uh, bartender at Fillmore's. And I was like, oh, I just need like a job. Like I'm like finishing university. I just need like money. And he was like, I'll get you a job at Fillmore's if you like can work late. I'm like, sure. And then the next day I got an interview for a job like doing computer programming shit for like a bank company like bank security stuff and it's just like oh so I can't do the job at the strip club because I have to do banks like, like what, a, what, a, what a wild crossroads a real I was 180 of what you yeah. could have been doing in your life I feel like you ever so, think about that other universe where that's happening right now yeah I think you'd have a hell of a pilot of some gritty 
HBO show. <laughs> I feel Episode like no eight, one... you go back to the childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like no one wants to see a show set in a strip club. You know, no one wants to see a straight white man's opinion about a show set in a strip club. Uh, in 2008, during the peak of Entourage, oh, I think there'd be a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> never mind, never mind. This, I, this was 2012, so I'm like right, oh, right in the pocket. You the might. Cusp, the cusp. Yeah. Was Spike TV a thing? You could, you know, talk <laughs> yeah. about it there. Um, what was I going to say? You guys saw Hustlers, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. I, I watched that. that. It was fine. I'd be down for that movie to be a TV show. That's what it should have been, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That'd be something. So much cocaine. Well, where'd all the cocaine come from? <laughs> when they hit <laughs> the, the crime scene. <laughs> when they hit the crime scene, they hit the pile of cocaine. Oh, as well. so it's still on the car. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's a very it's... good, very good uh what's it, continuity or whatever. The guy just <laughs> <laughs> The security guy just, just wipes takes the look. car and gums it. <laughs> Is this written by Adam McKay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's written by Adam McKay and someone else, Karember. It has a lot like of some co writer. In the loop DNA to it too, and yeah. Armando. I feel like Adam McKay, if he never did SNL, would probably have more of an Armando Iannucci path. Like I think like what he's doing now feels like probably close to what he wanted to do. Okay, he does whatever he wants. So there's like, Adam yeah. McKay who did like The Big Short um, and uh, Vice. Vice, and then there's Jay Roach who did like Austin Powers, but then also weirdly has this like. Like he did Bombshell and Recount, and it's like they're oh. both doing the exact same thing. They both came from the exact same place, and and honestly, Bombshell is no. I don't know. I didn't think it was any worse than The Big Short, but maybe I don't. I don't love The Big Short. I, I think Bombshell, Bombshell was yeah. to The Big Short as Austin Powers was to Anchorman. Like like the, like it's just the worse I, version. I don't. Listen, as someone who loves Anchorman I was and Austin Powers, I don't know what you're saying. High <laughs> praise on both counts. I love both of those I movies. I was like, I was just thinking, being like, so they both defined a generation of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. You shut me down. You shut me down. Dude. That first Austin Powers movies. Snappy, okay. snappy. It's great. When I I'm being saw... so mad when I watched the second Austin Power movies, being like, it's the same jokes. Oh, they're doing. Did, did you not like this? I've never seen anything funnier when I was a kid watching the second Austin Powers yeah. movie. When uh, Fat Bastard wanted to eat Mini Me and he sang Daybreak. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you imagine the freedom that people had at that time to make comedy? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let's just do whatever. Yeah. That first joke that came to your mind? Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Who cares? Let's run with it. Is that the one where Seth Green... Like, that's the one where they go back in time, right? And it's like Rob Lowe yeah. plays yes, younger... Yes. I think I might like the second one better than the first one. I haven't seen the second one in a long time. I recently Remember? went back and watched the first one because I was like, let's just do it. And I was like, yes. It, it, it's funny. It. It's good. <laughs> I'm happy. My childhood's not ruined. Does the first one have the one where Will Ferrell can't die yeah oh that's such a I'm good still yeah, that's okay. very good <laughs> yeah very hurt though <laughs> um okay i have a sincere question for you guys because i was listening to a podcast this is our podcast corner in the middle of our podcast because i my only other media content is podcasts um i listened to the podcast the rewatchables and they're talking about the movie spotlight which is <laughs> arguably a banana's 
movie to claim as rewatchable. Um, they're, they're all, it's all three men and they're all like around the same age and they, they all, they all love Spotlight. So think about that. And they're all talking about what an amazing actor Michael Keaton is. I don't yeah. think he's an amazing actor. Like, is that me? Beetlejuice? Yes. Okay. Fucking, and like, like I think multiplicity. I, I, like, yeah. Like Michael Keaton. Okay. okay. I wouldn't call, he's not like an amazing actor in that he's like, gonna like make you emotional he's more like a crazy person that they throw in front of like i love that i love watching him just be weird and crazy like i i watch him closer to like um like i don't know like in like a connor o'malley like okay now i will say in in my um defense slash complete lack of experience i have never seen beetlejuice i've never seen any of the batmans (laughs) <laughs> I've only seen Multiplicity and Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good step. Which I think he's good of those. Yeah. I like Birdman. I just don't... He wasn't my favorite part. The only joke I remember from Multiplicity, because I think I watched it when I was like four or something like that, yeah, was, we're, we were my peppy. <laughs> I was like, ha, 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 this is the peak of comedy. <laughs> that was one of those movies that I saw at an age, because there was like slight yeah. sexuality in it, and it made me feel very uncomfortable. I was like, oh. <laughs> I just remember like, my pants are getting a little tighter. What's going on? <laughs> but, um. The, yeah, I think um, Beetlejuice, I feel like that's a really good... Like, I, I went back to watch that one. I was like, oh, yeah, this is... I feel like he's like Nicolas Cage. Like, you know, I feel like Nicolas Cage, like, we don't know if he's a good actor or just, yeah. like, crazy all the time or whatever. But when Nicolas Cage is, like, in his like, his wheel wheelhouse, when yeah. he's doing those movies yeah. that are right there, that's where, like... Um, What's his name? Michael Keaton is on purpose, I find. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so like yeah. it's planned. Yeah. It's planned. Okay, that makes me like yeah. him. Maybe I should watch like I watched, something. I watched it. The Founder, a movie that objectively is not exciting, but Michael Keaton carried me through. Really? Yeah. I'm yeah. interested now. I'll maybe this watch the... Oh, my God. Joke. <laughs> this is an insane joke. Oh, wait, wait. This is Will Ferrell's wife? Will's wife, yeah. yeah. And that's the whole joke. And then he's also like... And also, like, Will Ferrell's, like, so, like, being, like, listen, I'm trying to do, like, he's, like, so, like, kind of mean Me to her. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. You come in here dressed like <laughs> The old ball and chain. She's, like, so, like, really happy for his, like, shitty ideas. <laughs> yeah. They're <laughs> not all first-round picks. What an awful thing to say. I love Eva Mendes. She didn't get her day in court, in my opinion. She should do mm-hmm. more things. She's very funny. Yeah, yeah. It's I feel like fun. I feel like she had like a run of like stuff like this, and then just disappeared. And I don't know why. I heard it was a uh, her own choice to raise her babies with Ryan Gosling. That's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. She's married, she's married to Ryan Gosling. I didn't know that. Yeah, she. I feel like they they have to be insufferable together. You think? He her and Ryan Gosling. He's Ryan Gosling. Like I mean, there's the the famous like tweet thread of the guy who's like, I stayed in Ryan Gosling's apartment when he was away, and it was just filled with poetry. Like just like he has so many poetry <laughs> books, and it's like, oh, good way to always be Ryan Gosling. And oh, I feel man. like the two of them together are probably like just like <laughs> bring out the like the most. Like I like I'm living with Mollison right now. <laughs> Uh, like, obviously we live together but like we're bringing out the worst oh of each other oh boy. Just, we just see each other and we're just like oh we're just bringing out the weirdest parts of each other well you know what I'm gonna think I'm gonna think 
Think about how serious Ryan Gosling is about acting and the craft. You can really feel it off of him. And maybe he's like that with, I don't know, parenting. And then it's like, oh. bye-bye, good night. That might be so annoying. You yeah. think you go to their house and you like you look to where the TV's supposed to be and there's just a book of poetry? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the entertainment section? Just open. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, you want to read some? <laughs> you make movies. Like, you <laughs> Watch them. Come on. <laughs> He's, yeah, he seems like a guy who makes movies but doesn't own a TV and doesn't understand why that's funny. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's one of that's like people. Tom Cruise. Isn't like Tom Cruise not watch movies? But Tom Cruise is like so much more going on. Like Tom Cruise not watching movies is maybe the 10th, like the 10th weirdest thing about <laughs> well, Tom him. Cruise, <laughs> Tom Cruise um, is running a religion, so he's got stuff to do. Yeah. Um, But she's <laughs> just like cupping her breast. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is so stupid. This is so stupid. <laughs> this has to be a problem. It's just like, I wonder what it's like to be a Will Ferrell type to be like, hey, by the way, you're so fucking ugly that if we give you a hot wife, it'll be hilarious. So deal with it. Isn't that funny? You ugly man. <laughs> you disgusting man. You Shrek looking motherfucker. Honestly, you're describing like my dream role. Like I would be, I, I was like, that sounds so fun. Like, I would love that. I, I would like to do a movie where my husband is better looking than me and everyone's always like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just kind of want to be casted in a movie and like see what my significant other looks like to see what everyone else thinks of me. I'm like, oh, that's what everyone thinks oh, I look like. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Okay. You know? Yeah. There I like is. that. I finally have a mirror to my face. I this like cool. that. Just like, just like you look at like, like it's like your significant other in a movie. It's just like they're just casting only burn victims. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, then wow. I must be hot. What am I saying? Yeah. What's good? This is a joke, right? It's interesting. You know, it's truly that is the, the like, that is where double standard sexism plays because whenever I would like make jokes about. Like, it doesn't matter what the audience thinks about what I look like. If I were to make a joke mm. saying that I was ugly or something like that, the audience would get, like, like upset or whatever. And it's not even that they think, like, oh, but you're so pretty. I think it's more like they're like, oh, no, no, no. I'm so, like, the most, the worst insult you could say to a woman is that she's ugly. And yeah, it's like this like... weird thing. And so, I don't know. I'll be the first in the community to really break that that notion there was um, <laughs> I got a smoking hot husband and make everyone get me like mm. I think it's it was like Elliot, the only time the only time I've seen it the only time I've seen it kind of work was at the disaster is I saw like Al, I think like What's the disaster? I want to say Alia Razul um, I don't want to be rude but I just feel like women aren't as ugly as men and maybe that's me being rude in comedy 100% <laughs> yes um, but no I think it, I think it's just like like that's the only time I've like I've seen it like fail miserably, but like it it takes it takes a show like the disaster where it is like we tell an audience like this is gonna be different and they're like okay I'll accept premises that come well, at me now. You know what's interesting about the difference between men's looks and women's looks in terms of like women's looks are completely sh like how the audience views it, not like a one-on-one a -on -one personal thing, is based on the patriarchy. So someone yeah. could be very beautiful, but if they're fat we're technically supposed to think that they're ugly. So it's this like confusing thing of being like, oh, that person's beautiful. Oh, but they're fat. And it's like, well, no, they're just beautiful. That's like the so socialization of it. And so it, I think there's just so many weird, like, 
I don't know. Like, we just can't make a clean assumption about women in the same way where with men it's like, yep, Will Ferrell's really ugly. Even though he's not. He's not ugly. He's a very no, ordinary-looking human man. He's a normal-looking dude, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's uh, oh, yeah. isn't this, life. Isn't this also Christina. like his ex-girl? Yeah. And I forgot the, the bearded guy's name. Um, uh, oh, John Daly, isn't it? No, that's a guy from Fleabag. Is Brett Gelman? But why are they Gellman, at his wife? Right. Why are they at her house though? I, I missed. I missed it. Oh, they they left like a voicemail on the phone or something like that, and then you like track the voicemail to uh, solve the case. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. What is but, the case? Uh, I think it, I've missed the main plot of this. Uh, one. <laughs> Earl, the the guy, what's his name? Stephen Coogan is yeah. like some type of securities fraud dude and he gets kidnapped by um just this group of like people and they're trying to figure out what's the connection and what's going on okay it's like really uh, pon- it's like ponzi scheme era stuff yeah. like bernie madoff oh okay 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 yeah and then <gasps> like i mean like the the whole like adam mccainness of it that like ties into big short and i was just saying we gotta watch the credits of this because it's like, the whole he kind of explains it explicitly of being like um normally in these cop movies it's like the bad guys the drug dealers and then he's like no the bad guys the bankers like the bad guy like all this all these things that are normally the like the drug dealers the 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 mafia etc etc are all like downstream of like the bankers and governments making people poor and so the bag it's like that's why it's about and like and like the movie the point of it is like like will ferrell's like an accountant like a forensic accountant and like discovers the actual crimes it's like the people run around and shoot and kill people oh. those cops are are the bad people oh and this is like two years after the big short i guess so like it, this would be on the forefront of everyone's well the two years after the events of the big short the not events, the movie sorry. the movie the yeah. big short came in like 2012 or yeah. 13 whatever yeah. i really like that movie yeah yeah i stand alone and not liking it I, i've often every time i bring it up i'm all like oh, i wasn't crazy about it. everyone's like you're wrong i'm like okay yeah. <laughs> cool, I'll is it, accept is it, that. Is it because is it because you lost so much money in the house? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to be reminded. <laughs> you know what? 2008 was a real tough year. I uh, I bought three houses. <laughs> <laughs> All of them, guys. Um, Just like 2007, so. Vita is like now I start my real estate <laughs> <Yeah>. business. <laughs> so I got really heavy into Occupy Wall Street afterwards. Um, no, you know what? Jonathan Langdon <laughs> wrote one of my favorite sketches, which we mostly improvised through, where it's me and him, our husband and wife, and we go to the bank and we just want to get a mortgage. And we're like, do us the big short. And the guy's like, we don't know what you're talking about. Like, do the thing you know. that you did for the mortgage. Yeah, literally, it's him being like, come on. And he's like, you want us to <laughs> just. Oh, did I miss the joke of like, I think it's my favorite joke in the movie. It's like, my name's Christeth. Are you Christina. deaf or are you stupid? <laughs> you get my wife's name right, right. in our house. <laughs> I think I missed that joke. I love that joke so much. It's a real, this movie is uh, zany. Oh, uh, it's, I'm it's gonna, I'm gonna watch this again without you, motherfuckers. And, and I'd like to watch like. it with sound. I'm not gonna lie. I'm for sure missing actual like intonation. A comedy is like a musical. You, you mm-hmm. need to know the. There's you know this rhythms to it. It's, it's really about sharing a story. You know yeah. that's what I really love about. Com- no, I'm, I'm stop hearing that. the sound through one of your things, and it's helping me piece together stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I hear him singing. I hear him singing. <laughs> I think there's something like like where like the rock has to win every fight in a contract like Will Ferrell has in his contract I need to sing a song and it needs to be silly but dumb but also like all right like I think Will Ferrell thinks he's an excellent singer sincere Eurovision 
Love yeah. that movie. Was it good? I, I didn't care. watch it. I hated I refused to watch it at first. I was like, no, this is horrible. That's the worst trailer ever. And then people that I like trusted were like, it's actually okay. And I was like, <laughs> no, it's bad. You're wrong. No, I smoked a whole bunch of weed oh, well, and we watched different. it and we no, no, I was, it's I was like too much of an edible in and I was mm. like no, still hated it. <laughs> I just enjoyed the the songs were fun. I didn't know the anything songs really are fun. about the songs Eurovision. Are really fun. So Eurovision's great. Okay, so there's two major festivals in Europe. There's Eurovision and then there's the San Remo and this is like all the huge pop stars of Europe come out of these things and like North America knows nothing of nothing. it. They nothing. Yeah. It's they're supposed to like Yeah, they're supposed to drop that movie, I guess, with like Eurovision twenty twenty, but like because of COVID and everything like that, they didn't know what to do with it. So uh, there was no explanation for this movie. It just came out of nowhere. It was uh, about Eurovision. That's a bummer. That's yeah. Eurovision was like this is our year. We're gonna we're gonna go yeah, across the we're gonna pond. cross over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Synergy. Synergy. <laughs> Um, this is beautiful. <laughs> the they don't dancing. make movies with this kind of budget anymore. Huh? They don't make uh, comedies with a big budget anymore. I mean, I guess it, unless yeah. it's Netflix. How, what was the budget like for Hubie Halloween, Alan? Oh, well, here's the thing about like Adam Sandler uh, Netflix movies, I think they give him, they throw the check at him. Yeah. Because there's establishing shots that shot on location. There's outdoor scenes. It's not like those other Netflix movies where it's just like, yeah. I'm in a room. Now I'm in a different room. I'm yeah. in another room. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, are you guys walking? What's going on? There's no <laughs> movement to this. Yeah, actually, that's, that's, that, you nailed exactly why I'm like, every time I watch a Netflix movie, I'm like, can't wait to watch people sit in a room and talk and then <laughs> cut to a different room in which they are sitting. Yeah. Like, if there's fighting, I'm like, ooh, this looks like a first take at this choreography. It's, just, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, huh, huh, huh. Can you give him an extra I, week? Every Netflix movie ha- looks like a uh, part of the first like three movies of a, the Star Wars trilogy, like episode one, two, and three, where he just put two chairs in front of a green screen and was like, <laughs> go for it. Like, yeah. Sorry, um, why is Mark Wahlberg dancing so beautifully right now? <laughs> he's like, because he's trying to like win her back. He's like, I learned how to dance, and then he's actually really good at it. He's very good at dancing. He also was wearing full character shoes. <laughs> I think he's got lifts in this shoe because him hanging around with Will, Will Ferrell all day long, like he's way shorter than that. He oh, yeah. is, Dave. He's like 5'5". Five, five. Oh, man. Oh, this, this is the classic joke from it. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> They're screaming for so long. <laughs> MRI. <laughs> they flew them away. So my question is, I can't believe that this hasn't been done before this movie. I don't know. Yeah, they... <laughs> I need an MRI. I have soft tissue damage. <laughs> it's really good good because Mark Wahlberg is an action star so it's like fun to hear him (laughs) 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 
Also, I my... think I love this movie because his name is Alan as well. Oh, yeah, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Are there? Yeah, I guess there's not a lot of characters named Alan. No. This and uh, Small Soldiers. Okay. <laughs> well, there's oh, so never the... any characters named Alessandra. Uh, you saying that's like, oh, I think has not been done before. Remind me of you, uh, of, of you like, oh, I'm trying to buy a dog. Is I wrote this whole sketch about a guy with a briefcase who just goes to a dog park and goes, how much? Like, I'll, <laughs> how much, how much so I can buy your dog? And I was like, I was going to film it with public works. And they're like, oh, you haven't seen that before? And they show me a video of like some like British prank show or something where they go to a dog park with a briefcase of money and try to purchase people's dogs oh. to see what would happen. And I was like so mad being like, I thought of this independently and I thought it was so funny yeah. and it's been fully done like exactly as I thought. Like, I love it. I mean, I when, yeah. it's a good idea. Oh, what were you saying, Alan? No, I just say when you have just like really good idea for a sketch yeah. and then you find out you're like, damn it. Okay. So that I is this like the definition. Very surreal sketch. About, do you ever read um, Slaughterhouse Five? And there's a part in Slaughterhouse Five where he sees all of time, and it's like described as like versions of himself going all the way back, like in a line. And I had this whole sketch about dying and seeing that, and then all I want to do is turn around and suck my own dick. <laughs> and I hate and, that. <laughs> and I was like, wrote this whole sketch up, and I like brought it to Public Works, and was like, we film it this way, blah blah. And then Calum's like, hold on. And he Googles, and there's a sketch that Miguel Rivas is in, in um, Baroness Von Sketch, about him time traveling to go back in time to suck his own dick. You know what? And I was so mad. It's like, it's so close. But there's and another so sketch that's like that, too, with oh, really? Will Ferrell from Saturday Night Live. Oh, but it's not yeah. time traveling. It's him doing yoga. Yeah, and then like, he finally can suck his own dick and then he sucks his own dick until he dies so time does <laughs> I think I remember that it's so upsetting and Maybe I don't know he puts his like, pants over his head or something like that yeah it's yeah. so disgusting and can I just say something we're fine not having another I can suck my own dick sketch in this world I don't know I feel like we haven't explored all of the possibilities <laughs> yeah, and I, like, all like the, the joke to me. yeah exactly the joke to me isn't the sucking your dick the joke is like Seeing such a beautiful, high-minded <laughs> moment, and then going to like the most crass. No, I get it. It's an allegory for the prison yeah. industrial complex. Yeah, I, get yeah, it. I get it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand <laughs> what you're saying. I still think we have seen enough of sucking <laughs> dick sketches. I think that's like every dude has like had that thought, like sucking your own dick. What's <laughs> yeah. that like? What the fuck? That's wild. Okay. That we thought of it independently and we had no idea that it was just every day <laughs> having that same thought. <laughs> the realization. I mean, it's, I guess because you're thinking like, well, I'm touching myself, so what's the difference? But it seems like it crosses a boundary in a way that even if it was an anatomically possible, it's so disgusting. <laughs> it is. Like, there are people who can do it. I mean... So it's going to... It's amazing that sexual partners are expected to do these things to each other because it sounds disgusting if I were to like think about it. So, like, so what about this? So, say if it wasn't like you actually doing it, but you put some type of stimulation pack on yourself, yeah. and then you pre you do oral on something, and then you get that. Would you not want to see how well you're performing, or oh, see if you like, can, like you do oral on something that then 
I'd, yeah, yeah. I, I'd be interested, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got you in. It was just the price. <laughs> we agree price, on the concept. My price of admission's a little bit higher, but I understand yeah, what you guys are saying. Yeah. <laughs> you start pitching sketches about licking your own clip. Yeah, like, <laughs> guys, hear me out. Now, it's a partial credit from Alan Shane Lewis, and then I launch into it. <laughs> Oh my god, are they watching Jersey Boys? Yeah, they just yeah. keep getting <laughs> bribed. Yeah. No more to get and they were at the I love Rosie Perez. We just talked over her, but I love her. That's such yeah. a this is this movie is very good. Yeah, it's really funny. And it's I like, forgot how funny it is. Cause sometimes <laughs> I think I don't like Adam McKay at all because I did not like Vice at all. And I already Vice is a little rough for my But I forget. Well, Anchorman. Increment's mm-hmm. the greatest movie ever. Yeah. Increment awesome. two, not so much. I watched. Some parts you, were okay. you think between Anchorman two and then did you guys watch? They, I think they only released in theaters where they changed every single joke of Anchorman. I heard that it's on YouTube. It's not that they changed every joke. It's that they had enough material yeah. to do a different movie, like even with yeah, a wow. different plot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The second, yeah, I, I've seen both. The plot's si- similar-ish. Okay. Um. Uh, but like every, all parts of it are different. Between those two movies, there's a really good movie. Hmm. Huh. So is it, it's Anchorman 2, but it's like uh, B-Sides. Yeah. It's technically yeah. Anchorman 1 and a half. Okay, I want to watch that. Right? It, they, they have Anchorman 2, which is like, eh. And then they have like this Anchorman 2 and a half where like the plot is slightly different. Um, but every single joke is like different. And like even like jokes that are in the movie oh. that have like similar scenes, they're like different punchlines. Between the two of them, I think there's a really good movie. It's Anchorman two and a half, not one and a half. Oh, yeah, I thought half, it yeah. was from the first movie. Oh, it's the second movie where they have the better plot. Yeah. In the thing, I mean, I don't. I, you know what? I never finished Anchorman two. I got to the point where they like get in that car crash in the RV, and I was like, mm, I'm done. <laughs> I like the RV crash. That was funny. The slow motion. Did yeah. someone get like bit with like a scorpion, like yeah, yeah, the tongue? Or <laughs> I think I saw it in theaters and never again. Yeah, that Anchorman Two has some like, like the, between the two, there's a good movie, not a great movie, just a yeah. good movie. I mean, I, Anchorman. I didn't appreciate. Oh no, Alan, say stupid. Just that final fight at the end. I did appreciate that how stupid it was and how yeah. was it the ghost of uh, what was it um, that Confederate soldier? I forgot his name. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Lee. I don't remember. Burns something Burnside. Oh, I'm yeah. the ghost of whatever Burnside and it's John C. <laughs> Riley, and he just like takes someone's soul. Come <laughs> to the letters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like what? So I think why this movie is so funny. I mean, there's many reasons why it's so funny. <laughs> they took my shoes again. Is it it's so grounded. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like that simple gag. Where he drops his gun. <laughs> but it's not, um, it's grounded, but it's not commenting on itself. No. It's living in it, the reality of the movie. Yeah, which is like how I like comedy, how people like comedy. But I know, but it, if this movie was made now, I can assure you it would be more meta and it would be more like tongue in cheek, like winky to the camera. It was, I think if it, was, if it was made now, it'd be 21 Jump Street. Ooh, I do oh, like 21 Jump Street. I like Jump 21 Street, so. Jump Street. Alex keeps like trying to Street. burn these movies. No, no, no I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's, that's a very different movie. Yeah, it's just like in your face with like how meta it is. Yeah, yeah. I like. think I like 21 Jump Street. I wonder if it's because 
it was I didn't go to the theaters to see that. I think what I wanted to see was sold out. So I was like, I guess I'll watch this. And I was I don't like action comedies, which is why I stayed away from this. But this is way more comedy than action. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think the joke is that it's like being a cop shouldn't be action. Like <laughs> that's so good. And so yeah, that's why like I don't know. There's so many things that like that's why I can't watch a lot of, a lot of Melissa McCarthy movies. I'm always like oh, I can't watch that. It looks like there's too much action. Like <laughs> <laughs> Spy is good. Spy is amazing. I watched it for yeah. the first time last year. <laughs> when when that movie was coming out at Disaster, we got given like all these free tickets to Spy to try and like 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 grass like for like preview screenings trying like grassroots like big it up being like oh I'll give it to like alt comedy people and oh, they'll yeah. like it and the, our audience rejected that resoundedly like we were giving them free stuff and people were mad at it they and we're don't... like and then the show became a joke of like making fun of spy and then like later I watched the movie and I was like oh no this was like I get why people rejected it but like it's not bad no, no. Like, spy yeah, is bad trailer bad trailer bad, bad trailer, trailer yeah. bad trailer but spy is funny like a miscongeniality where it's like yeah. it's not like it's not like win awards or anything but it's such a well crafted comedy and the jokes that hit are unbelievable mm-hmm. yeah. and also Jason Statham is non-stop hilarious in that movie yeah. even right at the very end where he pops out yes. of nowhere and she goes where'd you get that suit from and he's like oh, I made it didn't I and I'm like oh that's the best joke of the movie <laughs> he made his suit <laughs> yeah also a good Fergie interlude why not oh. you know he's love guys fergie um big girls don't cry and clumsy you guys know this song clumsy which one's clumsy i think it might sample a james brown song which is why it's so good it's like can't help it the girl can't help it can't help. yeah can't it's help so it. good yeah. it's so good but maybe james brown is just very good yeah it's so good <laughs> there's not a there's not a weak chain in this uh yeah, so yeah, they do a tiny big short with Ben Schwartz in this as he explains what the security exchange oh, really? is. He's perfect and then Will for it. Yeah. You got Ben Schwartz, you had Rob Hubel in a small part. You had Zach yeah. Woods for just a second. Like that like if you're Adam McKay, like you can get whoever you want if they're in the world of comedy. But you know? I think I don't know if it's if you can get whatever you want. I think it's like he was just a good uh, good casting person that he got all these people right on the cusp of them being good. In 2010, Rob Hubel had could, had a, could command a price. In 2010, Zach Woods could command a price. Really? In 2010, this guy from this, the Office was already on the air. This guy, this guy right now from the Office oh. was like, probably his break though. <clears throat> the Office was on the air, which means that Zach Woods was in the Office probably at this point. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So he's just lazy. He just watched Thursday night on NBC. <laughs> he's like, you, you, you. Literally, this whole movie is NBC plus <laughs> well, this uh, is... Will Fer- I mean, plus Mark Wahlberg. Well, Will Ferrell's Man, 20, NBC. T- 2010 Thursday night NBC was a murderer's row. It was wonderful. Of... <laughs> I used to go to UCB at the, in that era. Uh, and, oh, yeah? Uh, and that's when I would go watch ASCAT all the time. And I would see, basically every time they would announce it, they'd be like, and here's Thursday night lineup of NBC. You know, you see like Lutz adds it. And then I saw Zach Woods. I saw yeah. Jason Manzukis. Chris Gethard always ran it. It was so, yeah. it was so good. I wonder what it's like now, but probably sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you take that. Got him. 
Oh my god! Show UCB who's boss. Kicking kicking improv theater when they're already down. Oh wait, UCB's <laughs> over, isn't it? What am I saying? Is it over? I mean, I like they closed a bunch of shit. I saw a thing that said Saturday Night Live is teaming up with UCB and they're doing a diversity thing. They're gonna like hire. They're gonna work together, and they're gonna. Fuck, don't give me that face. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Both Neither of you. Do I. I would have like a like a. Hmm. And Alex was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, no, oh, watch nice. it be okay. Watch it be okay. Like I'm just like because like UCB is like on the way out right now. You know like, what? Like, Let, like, watch, the whole thing's shutting down. You say that, and then like also we like next year Alex oh, yeah. fully on Saturday Night Live because I said <laughs> this thing. Because of UCB, like UCB is just like, like yeah, we have a deep bench, but I want Alan. Like, bring it, let's go. So he was, rude, Alan could get on that and like, no problem. How dare you? Him getting him get UCB is like him getting the shit kicked out of him on uh, Canada's Bake Off is. How dare show. you? I like the way that guy takes a punch. How dare yeah. you? Okay. Um, first things first, I really liked when Mark Wahlberg threw his computer on the floor. It was very funny. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bobby Cannavale was living um, on my sister's street when, when Rose Byrne was filming Miss America or Mistress America, whatever that FX show was. I, yeah, I yeah. saw him three different times with a stroller and his kid, and I just followed him into a grocery store like a creep and didn't do anything. I just, like, watched him shop. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll take this apple. <laughs> just follow him. Just walking around. I didn't even go up to him. There was nothing. Because I was like, oh, no, he's with his kids. I was like, if I ever see him alone, I'll go up to him. I'll say hi. Because I really do love him. I think he's such a good actor, and he's super hot. But... No, I get that. With his children. <laughs> you can be his, You can be the new mom. You're right. You know what? I'll kill Rose Byrne. Wait, this is so much work. I have to do. <laughs> I actually want to watch this movie again, like tonight. Yeah, I think I'm gonna watch it again tonight. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Alan. You really like closed my evening. Like, <laughs> happy to. Have. It's so funny that you guys are saying that Michael Keaton's quirky. I guess because once again, I'll, I'll put it out there. I haven't seen Batman. I haven't seen Beetlejuice. I haven't seen his main things like, that be- have like made him. Beetlejuice. Famous. He's an insane person. I think that kind of colors the rest of his stuff. Cool. He's a like, human cartoon in that movie. And this yeah. is wild to me because when I look at him, I go, this man is so boring. <laughs> oh. I think that's the secret of that he looks ordinary and then he just says and like swings through the fences on every line. Like, Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's like what they it wouldn't is. Even, they didn't even want to give him Batman because like, this guy's too goofy. Get this yeah, goofball yeah. out of here. They're like, yeah, he yeah. can't be Batman. Batman's stoic. This is wild. <laughs> I could have casted Batman, no problem. Because I'd be like, <laughs> get that guy in here. He's not goofy enough. If anything, he's quite boring. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect for Bruce Wayne. <laughs> the, the narration comes back at a strangest time. <laughs> this movie's great. It's so funny. We haven't watched like a good movie. What did we? We watched Mighty we watched Ducks. Unca- we watched Uncut Gems. Ooh, Mighty Ducks is good. Wait, which My, one? Mighty Ducks Two. Mighty Ducks Two. <laughs> That's the greatest one. <laughs> quack, quack, quack. <laughs> we watched Uncut Gems. Well, that movie's just anxiety. See, Alan it. gets it. Me and Alan. Me and Alan. I love it. Have been same page this entire time. <laughs> yeah, just get me shut down. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time. Usually, I, I do want to say I do like Twenty One Drum Street. I do, I wasn't saying oh, okay, that okay, it was okay, a bad okay. movie. It's, yeah, it's cool to backtrack now, but we all heard yeah, you yeah, before. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's no, no, I wouldn't say it was a bad movie. It's, it's just record, a different so. movie. Hindsight's uh, Twenty One Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> oh 
shit. You got 21 Jump Street, bro. <laughs> Yo, but have you guys seen 22 Jump Street? It's actually very I good. I enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I saw that in theaters, too. I didn't even care. I was like, I'll be the first to see it. I I'll saw that in theaters because I like 21 Jump Street so yeah. much. Because you know what it had? It has those twins where there's that moment where they all talk at the same time for like a good two minutes and then at the very end they go, twins! And it's yeah. so funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, what are their names? I don't know, the but Lucas I met... Bros. We met them, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We did they're JFL. So the Lucas Brothers. Yeah, they're, they're funny, but they are strange in real life and they don't want to talk to people that they don't know. I feel like they're just like in their twin world. <laughs> yeah. Who They knew someone that we knew, though. Someone was like hanging out with them that we knew. And so I always felt like, oh, maybe I can go say hi to them. And then I'd like sit, talk to the person that we know. Oh, I guess I know them so well that I can remember who it is. I can't remember who it is. But anyways, and then <laughs> and then it's like you try to shift the conversation to include everyone. And like they were not about it. No. Yeah. Yeah, I, I Well, every time I'm at Just for Laughs and I'm like hanging out with like uh, uh, named comics, it's the most like antisocial. I will like, say though, Alan, Alex and I got to meet Michael Che and he is a good egg I would say I heard, he, I heard he's real personable and yeah. he's just like I'm so sorry I have to like talk to somebody and then you talk to somebody yeah like, that's exactly what he said with us. yeah I heard he's just the nicest dude he's so nice there's someone else I talked to who was very nice Guy Branham's very nice Guy Branham's very nice um, I was I was hanging out with like Lil, Lil Rel and uh, Chris Red at like this like this like thing is like a Dave Chappelle like after party kind of thing and we're like smoking weed and where I was like we're passing it around and anytime like I had it he would refuse to take it from me but then like Aisha Alpha had it and then he would take it but I'm like it's the same weed but I'm like he just refused to like just like acknowledge my existence at, at all times with the weed I'm like it's my weed you're smoking Very cool. and it's only <laughs> it's like come on wait wait this was Chris Red you say uh no this was uh, Lil Rel Chris Red know, was just there too I don't know Lil Rel Lil Rel Howry he's from uh get out He's um, oh he, yeah. the guy that I kept thinking like I wish Jonathan Langdon was American because he would have killed that part. <laughs> he would have killed yeah. that part. I kept being like this guy's good, but Jonathan Langdon. You become that part. Yeah. The motherfucking uh, what was it? Motherfucking what's the name of that uh, that thing? That airplane police people. Oh oh the, the what TSA. Is he? TSA TSA motherfucking TSA. TSA yeah love that. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just enjoying this. Maybe one of the best scenes of that the police chief has a second what? job at Bed Bath and Beyond. His hop, and then like, his hop yeah. was he so talks, special. He talks about that grisly, like, crying. He's, yeah, like, he's like, actually, oh, it's my other job. job. Don't listen to that. Actually, don't ignore it. If you live in Crown Heights, you should probably be aware. You know that if this movie was a hit, Michael Keaton's trajectory would have been totally different in the 2010s because he's yeah. so funny in this that he would have been the go to. He would have gotten yeah. like some random like whatever like the Alec Baldwin almost. Yeah, we yeah. would have like used him in too many movies and we would have gotten sick of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and I think it's just like Birdman changed. Like he wouldn't have been in the Founder. Like Birdman yeah. is the reason he's in the Founder. And if he was in this, he'd be like in. Wait, uh, is this twenty two pre- probably? Daddy's Home Four. This is before Birdman. Yeah, Birdman's twenty twelve. Oh. Oh, it's like so Michael Keaton, near the same time. So this was yeah. like a big deal for him to be in. He wasn't in a lot before Birdman. No, he's always in. He's always just like has roles like this. In Wait, like, so Bird, is Michael Keaton always working. just existing in a in a movie parallel universe that does not ever interfere with what I consume? 
<laughs> yeah, a I feel like bit, it's like probably. a Venn diagram, and there's like very little crossover. And then, you also, and, then, and then you also have the gall to be like, he can't act for shit. I still he's think he's not talented. <laughs> I've only seen him in one movie where he played his serious role. I don't think he's that talented. Well, I've seen him in two it's movies. It's funny that you say that because Michael Keaton's here. Come on. <laughs> If you just were living with Michael Keaton and you waited like an hour and a half into a podcast, <laughs> just, yeah, you said Michael Keaton just sitting waiting around the corner, like who the fuck are you? Yeah. I'm just yeah. gonna put it out. Like, there. Are you done? We gotta finish. Uh, <laughs> we're in there. the middle of playing backgammon. Like I only know men that like Michael Keaton. I've never heard a female person. <laughs> I sound like an incel. I've never heard a female um, <laughs> say that they like <laughs> <laughs> they like. <laughs> One of them, you know. Other types, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think that that's probably that's probably true. There's probably some type of like male fan base kind of thing. In the way that like all them. women like automatically like, I don't know Drew Barrymore. I don't really like Drew Barrymore. Who's that? <laughs> no, <laughs> you've existed without her. <laughs> Never heard of this person. Yeah, she she used to have a career. You know, <laughs> parallel if, to movies is, that they knew. Alan's in. They knew if they're <laughs> not my type of famous but I literally like know everybody else's career in this movie except for Michael Keaton like I even know like Steve Coogan I've what seen him in like insane, 10 days. yeah what an insane actor to miss out of this like, <laughs> like it's a Hopefully. murderer's row but like I don't know like yeah like Steve Coogan to be a person I'd understand if you were like I no I love the trip movies did you watch all the of trips them? are so fun yeah yeah the newest one was pretty okay the newest one was better than the third one so it was they do trip yeah. in London they do trip to Italy trip to Spain and then they did trip to Greece oh boy Greece yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just a Gary Indiana uh, no, the Spain Greece. one was kind of aimless like the Spain one I didn't quite understand I hated the ending of the Spain one and that kind of um bothered me but then what they did was they made the trip to Greece almost a mirror of the trip to Italy. Have you seen these, Alan? Yeah. No, They're no. really good. I think you would you definitely heard, like yeah. Trip to Italy. Trip, oh, trip sure. to Italy is like by far the best one. Like, yeah. my sister sings Steve Coogan's praises. So I know Yeah. And it's one of those things, you know, I talk about stuff like this in, in the podcast all the time, but like Steve Coogan, he could get it. He can get it all all the time. Every day, even you see in him this movie. In <laughs> Our idiot brother. Oh, I've never seen that movie. Is Michael Keaton I, in it? <laughs> no. Paul Rudd's in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Paul Rudd's I good. I watched that movie way too many. I had it on DVD, like a bootleg DVD, and I used to watch it all the time, like on flights, <laughs> anywhere I had my chance. You are a, a bit of a mystery, Alan. Like, I can't <laughs> Our idiot brother is a weird one to, to get into, you know? <laughs> such, it's just such a delight, delightful story. I think it's like a young brother who's kind of like whatever, and he's got like older sisters, and yeah. he kind of like, I'm like, ah! myself in there and it's Paul Rudd and he's delightful got a, a handsome smile on his face good characters I feel like um what do you call it it was directed by that uh Lynn Shelton who passed <laughs> away you know her I would feel so like uh threatened to do a comedy beside Will Ferrell yes. nah Mark Wahlberg thinks so highly of himself why, Mike, sure Mike, Wal- Mike Wahlberg is like, I could have stopped 9-11, I can do a comedy with Will Ferrell. Yeah. Like, these are two, That's two straps. <laughs> if we can just extract a bit of that confidence and disperse it amongst the masses, we would all be super <laughs> He close. literally yeah, yeah. had a reality show about a fast food joint that was unsuccessful and that didn't even didn't even phase him. Like, he's fine. Well, Wahlbergers. Wahlbergers. Yeah. Ten bucks for a grilled cheese? Oh my God. Get out of here. They, they, and they have sweet potato tots and they put yeah. sugar on them and it's fucking disgusting <laughs> sugar on sweet potato yeah i guess 
No. Well, because like, like, like cinnamon maple sugar. syrup like makes sense, but like yeah. sugar it's already does sweet. It. Yeah. It's already it's, yeah, sweet. It's, just it cake, I, like, ice, like icing sugar. Just icing. Like, <laughs> icing sugar. Okay. Well, no, now, no. now I, it seems gotta, me and you guys have different tastes. You know what? I gotta try it. This is what that. happened. This is what happened. If it's icing sugar, if it's like powdered sugar, sorry, yeah. I think that's what I was going for. Isn't powdered sugar icing sugar? Are they the yeah. same? I wasn't too sure. I realized I was saying yeah, icing sugar. Sure. Like, oh, yeah, but powdered. <laughs> okay, cool. See, I'm an idiot brother. That's why I'm, I love that movie so much. This is where, it speaks to me. This is where the twist happens where Alex and Alan team up on me because you both freaking love your sweet, sweet potatoes. <laughs> our, I thought you say like our sweet, sweet boy. Uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, yeah, yeah well, that's true, too. <laughs> I almost actually. called him Michael Crichton, and I was like, that's wrong. <laughs> There's been a couple. But also, what is this cocktail that uh, Will Ferrell's just... Uh... Oh, he uh, just There's a running the joke water. where Steve Coogan has, like, weird waters with, like, giant slices of cucumber. And... This is another <laughs> bit that's so yeah. fucking good. <laughs> and just, like, they're angry, and he's like, would you guys like a water? And he's like, no, we don't. He's like, I actually would like a water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if Steve Coogan's <laughs> like his character in the trip. Do you think that that's true to him? I think that's probably more true than any of his other characters. Because then he's very unhappy and such a whiner. <laughs> I think that's, I I would, uh, you know, it's probably how he sees himself. Like, imagine if like you were to make a show like the uh, a show or whatever, like the, the trip. Yes, right now it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. You, yes, would, yes. you would create like 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 we you, you, we would create characters that like are like kind of negative versions of ourselves. You know. No, I'd be adorable. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be Sorry, I'd have to try to do it. You would do it effortlessly. <laughs> and Alan would just be there, played by Paul Rudd. We'd say, "Don't do that. Don't cast yourself as Paul Rudd." And you'd be like, "No, no, no." I think he can do it. He's got the grabby toss. <laughs> <laughs> to play me. He'll be 70 years old. It's <laughs> cool. I just, everything Paul Rudd's in, I am, I realize I have like a huge crush on him. Oh, he yeah. He's like the sweetest dude. He's so lovable. He's nothing so but he love. smiles. I'm just like. <laughs> have you seen Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet? No. <gasps> so he plays Paris like you're supposed to not want him to get with Juliet because you want Romeo and Juliet to be together. But you're kind of like, I don't know. This guy's pretty nice. Paul Rudd could probably. Yeah. Maybe He's, they should rewrite this. He seems less emo than fucking Leo. Oh, this is what I wanted to say when we were talking about Ryan Gosling. This reminded me, speaking of emo. I knew, so this is a classic, like, Toronto thing. You know how everyone knows Drake and everyone knows someone who knows Ryan Gosling yeah. if you're from Toronto? Um, I know someone who is friends with Rachel McAdams. And she said that the reason why her and Ryan Gosling broke up is because he was so dramatic and they would break <laughs> up and then he would come back and he would like cry Read in her front poetry. of her window. Yeah, like would like come over at like five in the morning and they'd like fight and then they get. So then after like three years, she's like, enough, I can't, I'll, I'll die. Yeah. <laughs> was, he, was he always like this? Like, was he like break her high so dramatic? Well, I got inside scoop on that. When I was in oh. grade five, I was a seat filler for the YTV Achievement Awards, and I got to meet Ryan Gosling circa Breaking High, Breaker High. It's amazing you said that as a brag. Like it's just you don't think that's a fucking brag? <laughs> it's a brag. I saw NSYNC. I saw Robin. I think no, maybe not Backstreet Boys. 
I can't remember. But I, and then I got to meet Ryan Gosling and I got his autograph and then someone stole it from my knapsack when I brought it to school. Oh shit. Yeah. I was really upset. Do you, do Imagine you think you know who did it? Yeah. I have my suspicions. Randy. You should, mes- you should message her on Facebook at three o'clock in the morning. Her, it was a him. Answer. Oh him. You should yeah, at him at three o'clock in the morning. Just confront him. I like, will. Where is it? I really will. Because it would be worth it. To- has it framed in his like apartment like a shrine to Gosling? Think about how fucking cool it would be if I had Ryan Gosling's Breaker High Era autograph right now. It would mean that's, something. That's, that's a down payment on something. At least. Yeah, I would take pictures of it every so often. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have an autograph from Conan O'Brien. This is a real upsetting one. I think I threw it out accidentally because I was like cleaning my room. He went to my, I was babysitting for my aunt and my aunt uh, came home and said he came. And I was so upset. I was so jealous. But he signed a doily and then he drew a cartoon of himself. And I was like, I'll cherish this forever. And then I lost it like two years later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that, that for sure would have been like something you could say. It was so sweet. Like I really actually wish I could frame it and just have it somewhere in my room because it was like on a doily. Wait. Yeah, all the autographs we got over the years are just gone now. Autographs are dumb now. You get a picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you just asked for a picture or asked for an autograph. Like, no, I don't want a picture. I want your autograph. Put it in this book. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put it on this blank check. I'm yeah, sure. Exactly. This cold. This is the lease for a house. You're in on it with me. I'm sure celebrities are so sad that they have to have their pictures taken versus just signing a piece of paper what would you i would hate to sign things i feel like you know that so much oh no get get annoying i don't know i just think like a picture you can look so bad what's happening right now why is eva mendez dressed why are they dressed as old people it's it's really hard to explain this bit but it was very funny yeah (laughs) they keep trying to send messages through an old lady and then they, they and then keep feeling sh- more and more sexual. sexual and she's yeah. like, I don't want to say these things anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually signed an autograph for this kid. I did this like charity basketball tournament when I was like 19 or something like that. Oh. It was like alumni and celebrities. Like the celebrities were like Devo Brown from Flow. And oh. I was like on that team. And this kid, because like, I played in it, and the kid after the game was like, I want your autograph. And I was like, You don't want this. I told him straight up. And his mom's like, No, he does. Like, you know, you do whatever. And I was like, Okay. And I just signed it off and handed it to him. But that was the sweetest moment. But I was like, Kid, trust me, you don't want any of this. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, this, I made this, this paper is going to be worth more without my name yeah. on it. Exactly. This is that's a, a Roy. That's a good. That's a good thing. You don't want to ruin that. <laughs> Oh, wait, we saw that. Everyone's time. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird when people want. Uh... Wow. It's so funny that we're like, you, you are, I recognize you of an alpha of men. I would like your name printed on this piece of paper, a picture of you, even though we don't know each other and we'll never meet again. Celebrity's so weird. <laughs> So, oh, someone and also someone took a picture of me at a Raptors game because they thought I was somebody else. And I kept telling him, I'm not. I'm like, who are you? I'm like, I'm no one, man. They're like, nah, you're somebody. I was like, I'm really not. He's like, can I take a picture? I'm like, sure. That's what, <laughs> he took a picture. I was like, that's wonderful. And he kept looking back at me during the game. I was like, I'm telling you, I'm not. <laughs> like, I promise you. But he, he couldn't tell you who you were. 
Couldn't tell me who I was, and he thought I was just playing a game because I was I was laughing because I'm like I'm nobody. I don't know what you're talking about. It'd be so funny to do that to somebody, like like follow them home, be like, who yeah. are you? Like, <laughs> you're going to a mansion. I can tell. It's so intense. Like, yeah, there's that whole the like bus, there's dude. like BuzzFeed lists of people being like these people thought they were taking pictures with celebrities. Oh, so funny. I love <laughs> it's it. It's just like. Robert De Niro, just a random Italian man. <laughs> <laughs> just confused and smoking. Like, pictured up. Oh, this movie's so good. <laughs> but it's just a little too long there. I said it. Yeah, I, I will give you that two hours or hour 50 is a little a little yeah. bit of length for a comedy. Uh, a th- 135 would have been just fine. My new, I I'm even, missing I, so much. I'm loving enough. I'll do a 140, but... I'm I'm like Marvel has conditioned me to enjoy a three hour movie. Oh Marvel. Marvel <laughs> Marvel took my brain and rewired it. It's like you only like these now. Three hours is fine. Marvel you can go for four. Marvel has got to stop calling itself movies. It is television shows that they they're putting are stories that are sharing, you know, in individual ideas no. and bringing us all together. No. I think they're really beautiful. It is TV shows they We've are putting on, on the you. big screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the proper order of things. You can't turn on me. I turn on you. <laughs> yeah, the correct order of Shumashi movie is we just get mad at a guest's opinion. <laughs> I, uh, I, I should have picked the Marvel. I should have picked a three-hour Marvel movie. That's what I should have done. We, I, we no, were just, Alex would have let you do it. Because <laughs> I have to edit all these. It takes. I have to do this all again. I have to listen to this all and cut it down. Alex, oh, Alex wouldn't let you do it because because I keep wanting to watch The English Patient and he won't let me. How do long it. is that? It's like four. No, no, it's three. It's not even three hours. I think it's like two fifty-seven. I I, th- I thought it was. It's like two. It's like two forty. I thought it was three when you, the, when you've been pitching it. It's too far. Oh, yeah. We'll do we'll we'll do English Basin eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way the way the jokes mm-hmm. in the '90s were, I felt like it was like four hours. The way everyone yeah. was just like, English it's not Basin. short. Oh. I'll, I'll tell you that much. It, it, it <laughs> it's not short. I also I know I'm gonna like it too. Like you I know will I'm like probably him. gonna. You will like it. It's Anthony Mangella and he did Townsend Miss Ripley. You'll enjoy it a lot. Is it like a action comedy? What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's what an action it? comedy. Nice. It's like a romantic drama that yeah. is narrated by a burn victim. Isn't it like set somewhere else too? Like. Uh, we're in the world. It's, it's in um, Turin, so like northern Africa, like but that's close to Italy. So yeah. it, it, it's I'd watch Anthony Magella film any landscape. Like he's just like I, I'd watch his like Alex. You'll love it so much. The ending is literally just fading away at, of like a desert into the sun, and it's one of the most beautiful images you'll ever see. Yeah, this is Alex, exactly you want to join us on this journey? Yeah. We'll talk. Let me tell you, An- Anthony McGillicuddy, yeah, good Anthony. at making landscape. There's no huh? the. I think I said the same thing. <laughs> okay, do you see this place, this golf course thing? Yeah. This isn't so many romantic comedies. This is like a driving range in Manhattan, in, and I really yeah. want to go. It looks like fun. It's also in Grand Theft Auto 4, <laughs> and you can do it. So One of the... Uh, one of the only fun things I ha- that happened during quarantine is that me and Andrew Bushel and Callum and Philippe went to a driving range and got drunk and during quarantine and we're like, "Where's the driving was, range?" Like way, like by like Sound Academy or the docks or whatever. There's one. That's out not there. that far. That's where Tenet was. <laughs> no, no, the other way. Oh, okay. Like by like, Cherry Beach, you know. Oh yeah, Alan's Alan. You watched Tenet too, right? Yeah. All right, Al, what you think? 
Uh, I think I'm enjoying it more the more YouTube videos I watch. It's a pincer maneuver. So me in the future understands the movie, and then I meet up with that, and then I understand it. You gotta love. Like you gotta love a movie where you need to have a, t a TA teach you about it after the yeah. fact. So many videos. I've watched so many, and I'm like still like, huh? I mean, can but, we do a spoiler on it? Do you think people would be pissed? Because Alan brought something up that made me go, oh, and then immediately was like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> what, what, what is it? Go for it. About Robert What's, Pattinson, who Robert Pattinson is. Is he the kid? Is he the kid? Yeah, I assume so. Damn it, how do you assume so? Did we talk about this, dude? No, I just watched the mo same movie we all watched. <laughs> I was the only person walking away from that movie thinking that, though, with my group of people. You were the only person, oh, really? Right? Yeah. My girlfriend and her boyfriend, or boyfriend and her brother, they didn't believe that. They were like... No, I was like, I, I think it is. I walked away because me, me and Vite saw it, and, and my girlfriend Mollison, who bailed with a half hour left on the movie. Just yeah, it's like, pretty funny. I gotta wake up. I'm out of here. She's like, it's not I, worth she, it. Yeah, she, she, she saw like the action stuff, start, like they planning the last heist. She's like, you know what? I don't care. Yeah, I'm gonna ride my back home and hop in bed early. Yeah. It's not worth like, being you, tired over. I totally understand that feeling. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's very long, and the the audio is all out of sorts. And yeah. There's a lot of like explaining things to you, which but you not know, enough explaining. Didn't help. Yeah, it did that thing where it explained the stuff that it's like I, I'm not asking about that. How does Robert yeah. Pattinson know anyone? Who I are these people that. to each other? That's what that's what I'd like to know. The uh, tenant sucks. That's that's my that's my one. That's my I don't think it quicker. sucks. Oh, Alex, sorry, Alex and I have turned on you again. Tenant yeah. sucks. <laughs> not his best movie guys he's it, trying yeah he's, nothing I like best that movie. Christopher Nolan is trying and if we if we if we scare him off he might not make another movie again no I think I'm like a huge like Nolan apologist so I understand I mean I, what did I okay so after I watched Tenet I was like I kind of want to watch this Interstellar because I hear that Casey that, what is it Timothy Chalamet grows up to be Casey Affleck and if you know anything about me and specifically on this podcast I'm ashamed of my attraction to oh. both of them in very different and specific ways but um <laughs> I thought Interstellar might be one of his best movies but apparently I'm wrong about that what's his yeah what's his best movie I think I honestly, I think Inception is probably his best. Inception, or Dark Knight. Do people yeah, I think, think Memento is his best movie? I like Memento, but like it's kind of... Memento is something you watch once, and you're like, cool. And then I think about it, I'm like, nothing really happened, huh? Like, yeah. you No, know, it's kind of like a Guy Ritchie movie where everything... Yeah. It's only John complicated because of how because of the but that is the I think Memento was a good example of like Christopher Nolan at his purest it's like this yeah. is a very simple story I'm just gonna fuck up the near like the the linear structure of it and pretend that I'm really smart bye yeah. <laughs> that, that guy he's a time traveler for sure and he's just messed because every movie has to play this game it's like there's always that Christopher Nolan game of the movie yeah. but the game is always is. the time is circular yeah that's just the game. There's no difference in every... Inception, no. Time just dilates. That's the, Inception that's what, that's so the funny, game. though, because I, I was re-watching it before Tenet. Because, like, I got to be honest. Like, even though Tenet sucked, I was really excited to go to the movies. And, like, I, I yeah. was, like, all geared up. And, like, I was getting ready. And I was watching Inception being like, how did I understand this the first time I watched it? Because the second time, I'm pretty confused. And, like, the fact that they show you the ending and then it's, like, you're, you're sitting with, like, Leo for so long running and doing this big action yeah. scene. And I was, like, I'm surprised. That, yeah, okay, you know what? Sorry, this is sacrilege to Alan. I'm, like, 
No, 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 I'm, I'm listening. No, no, no. it's just this. Because I, I, I try to remember how it goes. It shows you the very ending, and then it goes yeah. to this, like, action scene that ends up being in a dream. But if you don't already understand what's going on, it will not make any sense. Hmm. That is all. Okay. I remember. Yeah. No, what you can say? No, I remember just um, walking. I remember walking out of that movie understanding it, I think. Yes. I think I remember. I think you understand everything but the end, but the ending was on purpose ambiguous. Yeah. But isn't there, like, I, once again, I watch a lot of YouTube videos like that, uh, <laughs> the peacock flying. The peacock flew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I love oh, okay, this credits. Okay, here we go. How oh, Ponzi scheme works. Yeah. The credits is just Rage Against the Machine over, like, an infographic explaining how, like, so how, Ponzi like, scheme uh, is also pyramid scheme and also multi-level marketing scheme. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, in their explanation, yes, in... In, in real life, there's a little more complexity to it. Okay. But, like, it's not... Yeah. You're not wholly inaccurate for saying that. Wow. You know, when I was in New York, speaking of celebrities that we saw, we, me oh, and my so sister is, were walking... So this is great. It just says oh. the the bailout, and then they go divided amongst every American. That would be $2,000 for every single person. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I was going to say, when I was in New York, there was all these paparazzi outside, and we were like, ooh, who is it? This guy's like... The most hated man in America, and it was Bernie Madoff. Yeah. Oh, did you get a picture with him? No. Did you get his autograph? Me, no, I didn't ask for his autograph. Mm, missed out. I did miss out. <laughs> Is Bernie? Did he die? Did he kill himself? No, I don't know. I think he's just in prison for life. Yeah. yeah. His son killed himself. Someone killed himself. Possibly. Well, I'm happy that Adam McKay was like always all about explaining uh, financials to people. I heard him on a podcast, and they asked him about this because um, it's a, pol- a political podcast. And he was like, um, "There was feedback from the the test screening of this movie, and I can't remember the exact what it was, but it was like confused why like the bankers were bad." And confused by this other stuff, and then was like right after the the 2008 crisis and being like, "Oh, there's no room for subtlety." Like he's like, "He's like, I don't need subtlety." Yeah. Like, so he made this, and then that's why the next movie is the big short where he's just like, "I don't need subtlety." Yeah, which I think he took the wrong um, lesson thing for from yeah. Because then Vice is like, Ugh, "Kill me." Yeah. Um. Anyways, <laughs> Alan, thank you yeah. so much for bringing this thank movie you. into our lives, yeah. and it's so nice seeing you as well. Yeah, yeah, good seeing y'all. Um, yeah. Any okay, so any things you want to promote? So you're gonna be on Canadian Baking Show. Yeah. Um, when does this come out? So you said after the election. It will. Yeah, it'll uh, come probably, out probably probably three-ish weeks. Three-ish weeks. Okay. Um, well, I also run a, a show on Saturdays on Bad Dog TV called Quiplash Comedy Game Show, where we play Quiplash uh, on <gasps> like on what? online. Yeah, so if uh, people want to watch it, Saturdays at 4. You want to come on? Yeah, oh, yeah I'd love on. to come on. Yeah, Saturdays, 4 p.m. That's um, Bad Dog TV, so that's uh, that's what I'm That's doing such a good idea. Yeah. Oh, Alec, we'll promote the hell out of that. I want to play. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. sweet. Okay, cool. Alan, thank you. Wow, they're still talking about this Ponzi scheme, huh? You know what? Good for him. This makes me like Adam McKay in a way that I haven't in a while. Great. Fucking hell. Uh, yeah. I guess that's the show. That is the show. Yeah. Thank you so much for bringing this in our life. Um, sorry for the technical difficulties off the top. Uh, <laughs> I am humiliated. And uh, I guess we're all going to go watch the debate and then blow our brains out. Um, yeah. Sweet. Sounds good. Okay. That order. All right.
Bye. Right, bye. Good night. Bye.